This is the Troll Patrol. Live with Justin Freakin. Welcome to the Troll Patrol. Live. It's a freaking Thursday. It's string time. What's up, Warlord? RB. RB giving me the, the weed. One more day to go for the bag story, and you know who's going to be here with me to talk about the bag story. Producer Dave from Echoplex Media. Tomorrow night, we're going to talk about the bag story that Warlord has been so excited about. Sometimes he sends me stories on the Discord, and I gotta be like, that's a, that's a great story for the Friday Night Freak Show. We got some doozies for tomorrow night. As I said, Producer Dave is going to be here from Echoplex Media. It's going to be a lot of fun. Welcome. Welcome, everyone. I'm not high enough for this shit. I'm going to have to repack this bong. I'm going to have to cash it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use the two weeds that RB threw at me here. Ooh, I like that emote. I need to make something uh, to that effect. I need a bong or something that says rips. I need to I need to open up the Photoshop and get my creative juices going. I need to make Warlord his uh uh cancel Justin merch. Oh that bong is awesome! I love it, Voodoo! Ray, Voodoo, love you guys. I that's a that's a fucking like a slime monster with headphones. Well, I went to do it the other day, and Photoshop would not cooperate. When I finally got it to open, I did I did a design I really liked, and then I go to save it, and Photoshop crashed. No, I did. You have no clue. My 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 friends can tell you I've been bitching about Photoshop for quite some time now, giving me headaches. I'm not lying to you. I wouldn't lie to you. You know this. Any any misinformation that you get on this show is me misremembering something, uh, or 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 just uh, you know me being stupid. I wouldn't lie. I wouldn't maliciously lie to you. I'm not a right winger. You guys might have missed earlier. We were on for about an hour. They were outside of the courtroom where the judge was hearing the case about unsealing the affidavit in the Trump FBI Mar-a-Lago search. Uh, A week from today, a week from today, the judge will be presented with a redacted version of the affidavit. He's ordered the Justice Department to redact if he agrees with the redactions, we will get the redacted version of the affidavit next week. Yes, after David. After David. Here's your meme of the day. It's a picture of Matt Gates. It says she's a 10, but she's almost 11. Matt Gates. And I, like... I got a boo from across the house. What? That was funny. I'm going to once again say, how is Matt Gates still in Congress? It boggles my mind. 
Are you standing outside the door? Do you want to come in and hit the bong? <laughs> Matt Gates makes anything unfunny. Okay, fair enough, Voodoo. Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> oh, she logged on just to boo me. Oh my god. Oh, yep, yep, yep. Cancel Justin. Well, good night, everybody. Uh, go ahead, light one up, tip one bag. It's all right to have a little fun before you hit the sack. <laughs> I was I was gonna wrap it up early tonight anyway, but apparently I'm just I'm gonna battle of possum. I'm glad you're here, but I've been canceled. Uh, the joke was not funny. Uh, they have told me to wrap it up. As <laughs> Hasn't even been 10 minutes and I'm getting booed off. Yes. Oh, fuck. Holistic. Holy, I, didn't, I didn't see what your old name was there. I love your face. Holistic Field. Holistic Field. You were awesome. I don't think I ever told you. Thank you for being a freaking follower. You snuck in here on me. Over to the now space. Uh, they're not. Uh, this is Thursday night. They come on late on a Thursday. I don't usually get a chance to raid into the now space. I Justin. Justin is. Uh, you, we were talking about dinner. I haven't had dinner, but I had pie earlier. Uh, the joke is on the screen. Battle of Possum. Matt Gates. She's a ten. But she's almost 11. <laughs> I think it's funny. Uh, Battle of Possum is not exactly politically inclined. Battle of Possum is my best friend, but doesn't really keep up with the politics. In case you're not aware, I think you are, though. Uh, Matt Gates is under investigation for child sex trafficking. Exactly. That's fucking funny. <laughs> I, I don't care who you are. That's funny. I'm not, I, are you talking about, um, was it the Sam Harris thing, Voodoo? Because I was, I was only there when he was doing Brett and Heather. So I don't know if he played the Sam Harris, because there is a Sam Harris interview. And, uh, I've, I've seen people play clips of it today. Oh, but it's the same podcast? Okay, okay. I th- thank you, Battle of Possum. Thank you. All right. What? Speaking of current trends, let's talk about what we're gonna what we're gonna cover here tonight on the news. Right wingers are celebrating the firing of Brian Steltzer for Seltzer Steltzer Seltzer Steltzer Stelter Stelter. His name is Stelter. There's no Z. Stelter. Alex Jones, ironically, now I'm going to play you a clip of Alex Jones laughing about Brian Stelter. Getting getting canned from CNN. Oh, I haven't packed it yet. Would you like to cash it out for me? No, she doesn't like this. She doesn't like to cash it out. I'm sorry. I offered her a bong and everything. But in case you guys were, were wondering why it might be ironic that Alex Jones is celebrating the 
seeming downfall of Brian Stelter on CNN is that, uh, you know, Alex is probably not going to be able to do his show for much longer, I would assume. Unless he's just doing it like doing it with his cell phone in his car. I don't think he's going to have that big, nice set very much longer. Uh, hey, stranger things have happened. Apparently, the man is incredibly rich. All that brain fuel. Just ate a big old bowl of chili. Crowder, Steven Crowder. Just recently back from vacation. He's only been back like a week or so. He's now been banned from YouTube. He had an interview with Arizona gubernatorial candidate Carrie Lake. And apparently she she said some batshit crazy things about the 2020 election. A judge has blocked the anti-woke law that Ron DeSantis signed in Florida. I don't know what you guys are talking about in the the chat. Alex and Trump are going to hop on a plane together. Alex is going to be on Trump's private jet. They're going to be heading over to Russia, North Korea, somewhere. Asking for immunity. I still, I had this story about NASA wanting to stick a probe in Uranus. And I still haven't come up with a song for it. One of these days, one of these days, I'll get to do that story. Because NASA's going to stick a probe in Uranus. Ray, if I told you good evening, good evening, my friend. Battle Opossum, I love your face. Curiouser, I'm so happy to see you. You got some some fine people in this in this chat right here. There was a sting, a illegal voting sting in Florida. Apparently they nabbed 20 people. I think it was it was felons that I'm going to assume thought they had their right to vote restored. So I think it's actually going to be a pretty fucking shitty story. Utah Athletics has been investigated for the fucking it's disgusting. Utah Athletics secretly looked into a high school athlete's gender. They wanted to verify that she was indeed a female. Thought she might have been a, a, a trans athlete. So they secretly probed her records. A United States representative, Republican of course, falsely claims that inflation is five times higher than what it actually is. A GOP candidate has said that Merrick Garland should be executed. Rand Paul says the burden of proof is on the Justice Department. Which, yeah, dude, yeah, that's literally how our justice system works. That's how the Constitution works. It is indeed on the Justice Department. But they don't have to produce their evidence upon your request. They don't have to, they don't have to bend the will to right-wing propagandists. Transphobia hurts cis people too. Holistic, absolutely. And the, I had a caller not that long ago call in, and he told me 
that he was he was he was really concerned about trans athletes because he had a daughter. And uh, what what if a trans athlete takes away a spot that would have been his daughter's? And now he explained this to me that his daughter had a genetic disorder where she was like freakishly tall. And was was bigger than other girls. And I I tried to explain to him, no, your daughter is not going to lose out on a spot to some trans athlete. No, what's more than likely going to happen is that she's going to get to accused of being a trans athlete. And that they're going to harass her. Yeah, I'm 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 interested in this story in Florida because like you you had to go through some hoops in order to get your record expunged. But hey, some people might have just thought like, "Oh, felons can vote now." But no, there was a shit ton of hoops you had to go through in order to have your voting rights restored because of course there was. Ray, you're right. As long as trans people are hurt, they don't care. I've heard anecdotes about, you know, when they test uh, chromosomes in in high-level athletes, what they find out is that many of the women, the cis women that are competing, find out their chromosomes aren't exactly what they thought they were. Cis women. Cis women. And that's one of the reasons why they quit testing chromosomes. Cicero, welcome, good evening. But you know, they don't they don't fucking they don't care about hurting trans people, but you know, if if if, if somebody tells them to shut up, they'll throw a bitch fit about woke moralists. Up yours, woke moralists. We'll see who cancels who. I don't think I have a non-binary cat, and he's certainly not in the bag. He's laying on a cat scratcher over here. I think you can almost see him. No, you can't see him. That's a rug. <laughs> I don't think he's in a bag, and I don't think he's uh, non-binary, but he might be. I don't know. Okay, you non-binary. If I've been if I've been misgendering you this whole time, I'm sorry, buddy. We can work on that though. Socks is definitely a male. He's too much of a Kevin not to be a he. Robin is awesome. The cruelty's the point. You're right, Ray. You're absolutely right. And I'm so I'm so tired of having these idiot ass right wingers show up in my comments and shit, talk about how they care so much about children. Oh, trans people are hurting children or or, or, or or children are being mutilated because of these ideologies, these trans ideologies. Assigned male adjusted. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. I forgot what I was saying. Oh, but they never they never actually give a shit about, you know, churches raping kids. It's, it's one of the weird things to me. If you missed it, the, the Southern Baptist Convention just a couple of fucking months ago 
admitted to widespread rape that they systematically covered up. These people never know about that, but apparently they care about children, right? But let's start off the news tonight talking about the CDC's plan to reorganize Dr. Rochelle Walensky, admitting the CDC made mistakes, which is an understatement. After criticism over, over, over COVID, the CDC chief plans to make the agency more nimble. The head of the nation's top public health agency on Wednesday announced a shakeup of the organization intended to make it more nimble. The plan changes at the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. CDC leaders call it a reset. They come amid ongoing criticism of the agency's response to COVID-19, monkeypox, and other public health threats. Oh yeah, we're going to talk about your response to monkeypox here in just a second. The changes include internal staffing moves and steps to speed up data releases. The CDC's director, Dr. Rochelle Walensky, told the agency staff about the changes on Wednesday. It's a CDC initiative and was not directed by the White House or other administration officials. I feel like it's my responsibility to lead this agency to a better place after a really challenging three years. According to Walensky, the CDC, with a $12 billion budget and more than 11,000 employees, is an Atlanta-based federal agency charged with protecting Americans from disease outbreaks and other public health threats. It's customary for each CDC director to do some reorganizing, but Walensky's action comes amid a wider demand for change. The agency has long been criticized as too ponderous, focusing on collection and analysis of data, but not acting quickly against new health threats. But public unhappiness with the agency grew dramatically during the COVID-19 pandemic. Experts said that the CDC was slow to reorganize how, or to recognize how much virus was entering the U.S. from Europe, to recommend people wear masks, to say the virus can spread through the air, to ramp up systematic testing for new variants. Yeah, we are indeed about ready to stop buying vaccines. <laughs> uh, as, we're, as, we're, as we're getting ready to see another uh, variant sweep through the country. Another wave uh, fueled by the BA4.5726530 in April, she called for an in-depth review of the agency, which resulted in the announced changes. A reorganization proposal must be approved by the Department of Health and Human Services Secretary. CDC officials say they hope to have a full package of changes finalized, approved, and underway by early next year. Some changes still are being formulated, but steps announced Wednesday include increasing use of preprint scientific reports to get out actionable data, Restructuring the agency's communications office. Altering the length of time agency leaders are devoted to outbreak responses to a minimum of six months. Creation of a new executive council to help Walensky set a strategy and priorities. Appointing Mary Wakefield as senior counselor to implement the changes. Wakefield headed the Health Resources and Services Administration during the Obama administration. Altering the agency's organization chart to undo some changes made during the Trump administration. Establishing an Office of Intergovernmental Affairs to smooth partnerships with other agencies as well as a higher-level Office on Health Equity. 
Walensky says she intends to get rid of some of the layer of some of the reporting layers that exist, and I'd like to work to break down some of the silos. The CDC currently dealing with multiple public health threads. One of them that you may have heard about is the fast-moving E. coli outbreak that has sickened dozens. Federal authorities are investigating a fast-moving E. coli outbreak that was identified in Ohio and Michigan. Guy Comet, you're in Ohio, correct? Please uh, take care. I don't know uh, if they have identified the source. Let's continue reading and see if we, we find out. With nearly 30 people infected by bacteria from an unknown source. Oh, unknown source. Unknown source. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention has so far identified 29 people who have become ill due to E. coli infections. Nine of those have been hospitalized due to their illnesses, while no deaths have been reported. The first infection occurred in late July. The ages of those infected range from 6 to 91. The CDC said it is utilizing the PulseNet system in its investigation. PulseNet compares the DNA fingerprints of bacteria from affected patients to identify clusters of disease. Mox, good evening. Welcome. Glad to see you, my friend. Uh, Now is going to be the story is going to be a little rough to talk about here. We're still on public health, but now we're talking about butt sex. Sex between men, not skin contact, is fueling monkeypox. You live in sexual anarchy? The claim that skin-to-skin contact during sex between men, not intercourse itself, drives most monkeypox transmission is likely backwards, a group of experts are now saying... Since the outset of the global monkeypox outbreak in May, public health and infectious disease experts have told the public that the virus is largely transmitting through skin-to-skin contact, in particular during sex between men. Now, however, an expanding cadre of experts has come to believe that sex between men itself, both anal as well as oral intercourse, is likely the main driver of global monkeypox transmission. The skin contact that comes with sex, these experts say, is probably much less of a risk factor. In recent weeks, a growing body of scientific evidence, including a trio of studies published in peer-reviewed journals as well as reports from national, regional, and global health authorities, has suggested that experts may have framed monkeypox's typical transmission route precisely backward. Uh, Reconceiving the primary risk factors for transmission is crucial because of how it may affect guidance on reducing the risk of infection including the question of whether demanding that people with the virus self-isolate has any substantial impact on transmission. A growing body of evidence supports that sexual transmission, particularly through seminal fluids, is occurring with the current MPX outbreak. This is according to Dr. Nudara Hazra, medical director of the University of Chicago Sexual Wellness Clinic, referring to monkeypox to recent studies that found the virus in semen. Consequently, scientists told NBC News that the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention and other public health authorities should update their monkeypox communication strategies to more strongly emphasize the centrality of intercourse among gay and bisexual men who comprise nearly all U.S. cases, 
for the virus to spread. But we also need to make sure the public knows it is not just transmitted sexually. Children will indeed become infected. We've already seen it at a daycare. It is not an STD. And even if the data suggests that the driving force behind the outbreak is indeed gay and bisexual men, we still do not need to stigmatize them. Unfortunately, I worry about this administration, its capability. It it makes me sad to say, like, the one good thing the Bush administration gave to us was they really beefed up the CDC. Bush took uh, pandemics, epidemics, public health incredibly seriously. Obama did as well. Obama. Bush relayed to Obama how big of a threat he thought a global pandemic was. And both of them did a really good job docking up the national supply. Making sure the CDC was prepared for worst case scenarios. We saw how well the government responded to several epidemics during the Obama administration. But now the CDC is in disarray. And God, our our public health apparatus is hurting bad. And we have fucked up time and time again. On August 14th, Dr. Jeffrey Klossner, an infectious disease physician at the University of Southern California, and Dr. Lau Zhu, Alan Blitz, a resident physician in global health at Brigham and Women's Hospital in Boston, published an essay on Medium in which they reviewed the science supporting the argument that during the current outbreak, monkeypox is largely transmitting through anal and work oral intercourse between men. It looks very clear to us that this is an infection that is transmitting sexually the vast majority of the time. However, the debate is far from settled. There is nuance. Dr. Rosamond Lewis, technical lead for monkeypox at the World Health Organization, told NBC News it was unfortunate but true that we don't know yet whether the virus is predominantly transmitted through intercourse. Completely reading the situation as uniquely due to anal or oral sex is highly likely to be an overreach. The correlation may appear to be strong, but that does not explain the whole picture of disease caused by this virus, so we need to keep an open mind. The U.S. is now looking to accelerate distribution of the monkeypox vaccine as we are now ramping down on COVID vaccines. The Biden administration is speeding up its monkeypox vaccine distribution effort. The Department of Health and Human Services will make an additional 1.8 million doses of the Genios vaccine available next week, allowing states and localities to start ordering more vaccine doses sooner than officials originally planned. Jurisdictions that have already, uh, that have already used 90% of their supply will be able to order additional doses beginning Monday. Good evening, Media Winch. Welcome. Love your face. Monkeypox vaccines will be made available at big events with high attendance from the LGBTQ community. The White House Monkeypox Response Coordinator Bob Fitton said on Thursday, 
Health and Human Services also plans to raise awareness about the vaccine and virus at such events. The Biden administration is preparing doses of antiviral treatment to help those who have already tested positive for monkeypox. Beginning Monday, 50,000 patient courses of the antiviral will be made available. So, cool. However, everything comes with a, with a butt now, doesn't it? However, the vaccine is not a silver bullet, says World Health Organization as breakthrough cases emerge. A demand for monkeypox vaccine increases. The World Health Organization has begun to receive preliminary reports on the efficacy of the shots, which suggests there are breakthrough cases occurring. We have known from the beginning that this vaccine would not be a silver bullet, that it would not meet all the expectations that are being put on it and that we don't have firm efficacy data or effectiveness data in this context. Some of the reports of breakthrough cases have been among people who received a prophylaxis vaccine after exposure. The fact we're beginning to see some breakthrough cases is already really uh, is also really important information because it tells us that the vaccine is not 100% effective in any given circumstances or any given circumstance whether preventative or post-exposure, we cannot expect 100% effectiveness at the moment based on this emerging information. The occurrence of breakthrough infections is not new, officials noted, explaining that a limited study from the 1980s demonstrated that the vaccines offered about 85% protection against monkeypox. Speaking of poxes, Mitch McConnell, who is a pox on the ass of America. Care to share any of your projections? Mitch McConnell was asked about uh, Republican chances come this midterm. And if you guys tuned into the show last night, you would know. Republicans aren't looking very good going into the midterm. And uh, apparently Mitch McConnell knows it. On the midterm elections? Yeah, I think there's probably a greater likelihood to outslip than the Senate. Senate races are just different. They're statewide. Uh, Candidate quality has a lot to do with the outcome. Right now we have a 50-50 Senate. In a 50-50 country, but I think when all is said and done, it's all going to have an extremely close Senate, either our side up slightly or their side up slightly. So, thinks it's 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 more likely that the House flips come this fall. Big Tech is preparing for. A new wave of the big lie. The FBI's raid of former President Trump's home in Mar-a-Lago has set off another wave of online rage among his supporters, putting tech giants on high alert for new efforts to undermine the legitimacy of U.S. elections. Tech companies were caught flat-footed by the deluge of disinformation aimed at delegitimizing the election process and outcome in 2020. Now, amid intense regulatory scrutiny, they are trying to get ahead of a repeat. 
A slew of big tech firms debuted new midterm election policies in the past week designed to give political campaigns time to adapt to the changes as campaigns ramp up. TikTok on Wednesday doubled down on its ban on paid political ads, including paid influencer content. Good job. The company said it's taking new measures to block influencers and advertisers from forming undisclosed paid political partnerships. It also launched its election center and in-app hub with authoritative information about voting and elections. Six weeks earlier than it did in 2020. Meta on Tuesday vowed to remove any misinformation about voting and said it will reject ads encouraging people not to vote or calling into question the legitimacy of the election. It also said that during that week it would no longer permit any edits to ads that have been previously approved to run. Twitter last week said it would be uh, would beginning enforcing its civic integrity policy, which bans the most common types of misinformation about elections and civic events. It also labels questionable tweets and adds links to credible information or helpful context. The company said it will also begin rolling out pre-bunks or blurbs about accurate information about voting and election. The media landscape has become so fragmented in recent years that even the most careful defensive tactics by the most popular social media firms won't be able to halt the spread of election misinformation, including the big lie that Trump won in 2020, a claim supported by zero credible evidence, despite the fact that somebody on Twitter was like, Have you seen 2,000 mules? Do you think we're stupid? You think we're fools? Yes. Yes, I do. Absolutely. A judge in Wisconsin issues a scathing opinion directed at the Wisconsin legislature. Calls it a pernicious and selfish attempt to repaint the truth. Dane County Circuit Court Judge Frank D. Remington issued a 90-page opinion on Wednesday attacking the Wisconsin State Legislature, calling them liars. Michael Gableman, who previously served on the Wisconsin State Supreme Court, was hired by Republicans at the taxpayer's expense to help investigate 2020 election fraud. The GOP goal was to prove that Joe Biden somehow stole the election from Trump. The lawsuit is about a records request from American Oversight, a state-level government watchdog group. They're looking into Gableman's investigation and requested documents. Although they filed several lawsuits trying to get the information about the research that Gableman did and what he did with the taxpayer dollars he was paid. Ultimately, Remington agreed that the document should be released and Gableman was fined $2,000 a day until he turned them over. Gableman submitted an affidavit on June 28, uh, saying that he did a search, which Remington ultimately said he believed the former Supreme Court justice, but he was still ordered to fork over 24 grand in contempt charges. American Oversight, however, said that they got most of the documents, but not all of them. Gableman's attorney, James Bopp, That's a euphemism for masturbation, by the way, James Bopp. James Bopp Jr., who's out of Indiana, swore that the documents didn't exist, and he he signed a sworn statement to that effect. 
These overbroad statements that everything was produced, we searched everything, it's just almost too broad to be credible given what we know from other sources and given what we know about the Office of Special Counsel's record procedures, attorney Christina Westerberg said. An example revealed last month is that Gableman swore in an affidavit that he searched several electronic devices personally for records. Remington didn't think that he even had the technical capabilities to do a search. The judge ordered the Wisconsin Assembly to pay 160 grand in attorney's fees after holding Gableman in contempt. The Assembly had only allocated $676,000 for the investigation into the 2020 election, but Gableman spent closer to a million. At one point in the trial, Gableman was even caught on a hot mic mocking the judge and sarcastically pretending to invite the American oversight attorney to come back into my chamber so she could dictate what she wanted. Meanwhile, the cases have continued and Winrington berated Bopp and his team for arguing that records had to be withheld because they were strategic to the investigation. The records Gableman eventually turned over included mostly blank pages, dozens of pages of duplicates, and a complaint against film and television actors for criticizing the government. Demonstrating that the investigation accomplished nothing. They spent almost a million dollars of taxpayer money on bullshit allegations that the election was fraudulent and they found fucking nothing. Right-wingers are absolute morons. The GOP assembly fired Gableman from the probe with the assembly speaker citing unprofessional behavior, but Judge Remington had a few more words for Bop and the legal team in an order revoking five attorneys from being able to represent the assembly office of special counsel. Gableman made a number of false claims that sent Remington to issue the 90-page response. Judge Remington said the lawyer's effort was a pernicious and selfish attempt to repaint the truth. In doing so, the Assembly Council denigrates our entire unified court system. Wisconsin Constitution Article 8-2-O-S-C accuses me of threatening a witness, a felony under Wisconsin statute. It does not, uh, it does these things carelessly with no regard for the law of the state of Wisconsin or for the facts in this case. And perhaps most perplexing, O-S-C never even bothers to invent an explanation for why I am supposedly biased. Because you're just against them. You don't agree that the 2020 election was stolen, so you must be biased. Make matters worse, the lawyer, Bob, who works out of state in Indiana, tried to say that the judge's comments and his order to remove the lawyers was pointless and meaningless <laughs> because the case is going to the trial court. Do you think we're stupid? You think we're fools? I do. Speaking of stupid fools... Would you like to hear from Rand Paul? I guess that's just content warning. Nobody wants to see Rand Paul. He was on Fox News, I guess The Five, Fox and Friends, whatever the fuck stupid ass show this is. Talking about how the it's up to the DOJ to prove their case. And I, I, 
I know Rand Paul is an ophthalmologist and he's not a lawyer, but I hate to I hate to break it to you, Rand. That's exactly how the Justice Department works. Well, you know, I think the burden is on the FBI to justify yes. this raid. This is extraordinary. Yes. This is also the same FBI that used a foreign intelligence warrant to snoop on and spy on the Trump campaign to investigate them for over two years. So I think the burden really is on the FBI. They've been wrong in the past. They've broken. Sir, have you read the U.S. Constitution? I know you're a sitting senator, but I'm really beginning to wonder. Yes, the burden of proof is on the government to prove their case. Yes, sir. That's what the whole entire court process is about. Rand Paul, you're an idiot. I hope Charles Booker beats you. In the law and using these foreign intelligence warrants, now they use a domestic warrant, but I do think they need to, re- to release the justification for this because this is extraordinary and we should not lose sight of the fact this has never, ever happened before for good reason, because we need to have confidence in the FBI. We need to have confidence in our intelligence agencies that they're there to protect us and not to uh, go after people for political purposes. So the burden is on them to prove. Oh, my God. You uh, there is no indication that they're going after anybody for political purposes. You just make that up. Right. We just always claim to be victims. Can't possibly can't possibly be that, you know, Trump is actually guilty. You know, the simplest explanation that they had every right to be there and they're doing this by the book. Florida judge orders government to submit a redacted Mar-a-Lago affidavit. That's what we were on earlier today. We were outside of the courthouse where the hearing took place. The Florida judge who approved the search warrant for former President Trump's Mar-a-Lago residence gave the U.S. Department of Justice until next Thursday to file a redacted version of the affidavit related to the search. So the Justice Department is going to go in there. They're going to redact what they think is the important information in the affidavit. They're going to submit it to the judge. If the judge agrees, he's going to release it next week. So that's what we're going to be looking forward to come next week. But man, the right-wingers are losing their minds over this whole thing. GOP candidate backed by party leadership said Merrick Garland should probably be executed. Cause yeah, that's 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 just that's something you do. You know, this is this is the kind of political speech that right wingers are always bitching about they get censored for. Carl Palladino has praised Hitler, hired a convicted sex offender, and secured the endorsement of third-ranking House Republican Representative Elise Stefanik. Seriously, like, I had some dude the other day that was like, well, you guys just call us homophobic and Nazis and blood transphobic. Like... Have you tried not being those things if you don't want to be called those things? I'm going to repeat this because this is this is this is this is quite the statement. Carl Palladino has praised Hitler, hired a convicted sex offender, 
and secured the endorsement of third-ranking House Republican Representative Elise Stefanik. And that's exactly what this motherfucker would look like. That looks like an evil little man. Carl Palladino told Breitbart listeners last week that Attorney General Merrick Garland probably should be executed following the FBI's raid of former President Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate last Monday. In an interview with Breitbart's Matthew Boyle, Palladino said that people like Garland, who should not only be impeached, he probably should be executed. He's a lost soul. He's trying to get an image, and his mythology is just terrible, Palladino elaborated. To raid the home of a former president is just... People are scratching their heads, and they're saying, What is wrong with this guy? I'm scratching my head saying, What is wrong with you? You supported a criminal. Oh, he looks he looks like he was in the toaster too long. Fantastic assessment. This guy looks like he was left in the toaster too long. Got a little crispy. What's wrong with this guy is a question that loomed over Palladino's entire campaign. In February of 2021, he praised Adolf Hitler as the kind of leader we need today. On social media, Palladino boosted a post claiming that the Buffalo and Uvalde mass shootings were false flag attacks. In July, he hired a man convicted of child pornography-related charges as his assistant treasurer. <laughs> I just... I, I wish you people could feel embarrassment. I really do. I wish right-wingers could feel embarrassment. They cannot... House Republican falsely claims to constituents that inflation is nearly five times higher than it really is. A sitting U.S. Congresswoman who may have violated a federal conflict of interest law by incorrectly reporting receipt of half a million in stocks. Took a page out of Dr. Oz's playbook on Wednesday, cutting an ad showing her shopping, not not for crudité, but for back-to-school supplies as she complains about prices while falsely claiming U.S. inflation is 40%. Oh, Voodoo says wrong. 40%. She's talking about cops. 40% self-reported wife beaters. Now, I don't, sp- I don't speak Spanish, so I have no clue if this is a correct translation. But this is her campaign. She tweeted it out. I would assume she can see the subtitles. Now, now we're 30% more. 
Bergen. Cops can beat their husbands too. You're right. Yeah, yeah, we're not in We're saying that's the thing that happens. Both women beating their husband cops. I've seen that happen. Or men with, with, with uh, men partners as cops. Just cops are cops are just uh, violent psychopaths, pretty much. Just saying. But uh, however, Mergen did give you permission. Cops, you can beat your husbands. Yeah, and you don't have to, you don't have to marry them. There might be a few good apples. Fucking A. But I can show you I can show you what happens to the few good apples. I'm I'm going completely off the rails now. People like Adrian Schoolcraft, a former New York City Police Department officer who secretly recorded police conversations. He brought these tapes to the NYPD investigators in October of 20, uh, 2009 as evidence of corruption and wrongdoing within the department. Bullcraft was repeatedly harassed by members of the NYPD and reassigned to a desk job. Uh, they The ESU unit illegally entered his apartment one day and physically abducted him and forcibly admitted him to a psychiatric facility where he was held against his will for six days. That's what happens to the good cops. That's what happens to the good cops, ladies and gentlemen and non-binary people. Medford, I think. Stephen Mater, that's it. West Virginia cop fired after not shooting a suicidal man. Stephen Mater was fired after not shooting a suicidal man. So, that's what happens to supposedly good cops. When we come back from the other side of the break, I've got a horrendous story of Utah athletics violating a a young teen girl's right to privacy. Judges blocked the Florida woke law signed by Governor Ron DeSantis, and we're going to talk about Steven Crowder getting banned from YouTube. All that and more on the other side of the break. Here on the Troll Patrol Live. I gotta get a patent for cunt candles. <laughs> so I go, it's like going to the lawyer for a for a patent for kitten mittens. I was going to ask you, do you need a patent for cunt candles today? <laughs> oh, I owe you guys a meme. Hold on, hold on. Have I got one? Am I had a meme? I can't, I can't show that one. I really can't show that one. 
<laughs> oh, fucking shit. I mean, I had that I had that one up the other day, but that goes with what we were just talking about. Cops can't be racist. Cop, I'm sorry. Cop be like, I can't be racist. My wife's eye is black. <laughs> all right, all right. Here's your new one. Here's your new one. I haven't, I haven't sprung on you yet. We do what your heart tells you. We're fucking cat pictures. You got it, boss. <laughs> oh, do I have any cat pictures? If I have cat pictures handy, I'll show you some cats. Hold on. Let me... Let me go to my pictures folder. I'll pull some cat pictures. Cat pictures somewhere. You know I got cat pictures over here. I'm bound to be holding on some cat pictures. We'll go We'll go back in time. We'll like, this is my mom's cat. Was my mom's cat, I guess. This is, this is one of my cats years and years and years ago. With a little heart on the side. Her side. Her side. Here's here's a really fucked up looking me holding that cat. <laughs> I, I I was definitely very high there. There's you some cats. Oh look at her, she's just chilling out there. What's I got over here? Oh, this is a. Uh... This is Sophie. That was that was another one of my mom's cats. I've got a smoky on me. I gotta hit the smoky. That's meow meow. Calico tortoiseshell. The cat that I had with a that's the cat I had with the crackhead. Crackhead and I had three cats. Shade, who looks a lot like Smokey. Meow, meow. And then we had uh, Aerith. And the little one is Aerith. The other two were her cats. We got Aerith when... uh, We got Aerith after we got together. So I got to name Aerith. So that's why her name is Aerith or was Aerith. Adorable little thing. What other cats I got here? Yeah, this is this was Shade. Shade looks a lot like my Smokey. Pictures of cats. There's there's both my mom's cats. I'm not seeing the chat. I'm assuming nobody is complaining about cat pictures, right? I got Smokey on my lap, though. I would like Mexican foods. Let's have Mexican foods. I don't know what that means. I don't know if we're we're cooking Mexican foods. If it's getting a little late to go out and get Mexican foods, because we're getting like Taco Bell or something. I don't know if I can handle that after Arby's last night. Woof, woof. <laughs> but also, I wouldn't classify. I wouldn't classify Taco Bell as Mexican foods. 
It's some weird amalgamation of U.S. fast food inspired by Mexican fare. That ain't no Mexican food. Where'd you send me cats? On Discord? Give me... Give me cats. Oh, shit, yeah, cats. They ready to record, too. That's what I love about these cats. They're ready to go. They're pros. Don't have to worry about their audio. I'm getting them to you guys. I'm getting them to you. Hold on. I had to had to save them to the drive. Look at that baby. What's that baby's name, Winch? He's a shaggy baby. They are a shaggy baby. I don't want Miss Ginger a kitty. They're both shaggy. Ooh, I bet you got some hair problems. Void Boy. Orange Boy. Hamich. Hamich. They're both cute as can be. Hey, I, I know about big old babies. We got we got a couple big old babies in here. There's a Maynard. Maynard's small. Maynard is a small cat, but it's chonky. Like he's like not he's not long. He's not tall. But he chonky. Trump is laughing at the FBI. I wouldn't be laughing if I was him. Apparently, he got really upset. Now that could just that could just be that could just be the um, his handlers trying to put a narrative out there because he was fucking livid uh, over the whole um, not being able to hire a lawyer story that we did yesterday. All right, let's talk first about the illegal voting sting that happened in Florida. I'm afraid this is going to be a infuriating story. Florida officials is not going to be like, haha, let's laugh at the right wing assholes. It's gonna, it's gonna be uh, they exploited some poor people that didn't know any better. I, I have a feeling. So Florida officials arrest and charge 20 people with illegal voting, Ron DeSantis says. It was a move designed to show the muscle of a new office tasked with policing voting in the state. The announcement came just days before the state's primary election and his early voting is underway. DeSantis, flanked by law enforcement, said, oh, and it's also meant to have a chilling effect. Meant to have a chilling effect. The 20 people were charged with voting in Broward, Miami-Dade, and Palm Beach counties, some of the most Democratic in the state. They did not go through any process. They did not get their rights restored, and yet they went ahead and voted anyways. That is against the law, and now they're going to pay the price for it, DeSantis said. He also said all 20 had convictions for 
murder, or sexual offenses, crimes that continue to result in a lifelong voting ban in the state. Florida voters lifted the ban for all other offenses in 2018. So perhaps maybe it wasn't people that didn't jump through their hoops. Governor released a few other details about the charges and indictments and warrants weren't immediately available. That lack of detail is significant. The rules around voting with a felony are incredibly complex around the country, Florida included, and many people with felonies can be confused about their eligibility. There have been several examples, including in Florida, of illegal voting cases involving people who have been convicted of felonies that turn out to be people who were confused. People with felonies can make easy targets for prosecutors looking to make a voter fraud case since they are already being monitored. DeSantis used a press conference in Boward County on Thursday to champion the work of the Office of Election Crimes and Security, a first-of-its-kind office created this year in charge with investigating voter fraud. So yeah, they wanted they wanted to try to depress the vote by chilling voters. And they wanted to take advantage of of people who were probably just fucking confused. Fucking right wingers, right wingers, man. But luckily in Florida, a judge did block Ron DeSantis's stupid ass woke law. U.S. District Judge Mark Walker said in a 44-page ruling that the Stop Woke Act violates the First Amendment and is impermissibly vague. Dustin, good evening. Welcome. Oh, I've got an even better waste of taxpayer money here here for you in just a second. Walker also refused to issue a stay that would keep the law in effect during an appeal by the state. The law targets what DeSantis has called a pernicious ideology exemplified by critical race theory. The idea that racism is systematic in U.S. institutions that serve to perpetuate white dominance in society. Walker said the law, as applied to diversity, inclusion, and bias training in businesses, turns the First Amendment upside down because the state is boring speech by prohibiting discussion of certain concepts in training programs. Yet, let me tell you, the right wing is all upset saying Steven Crowder had his First Amendment rights trampled on, which isn't fucking true. This, this is an example of the Constitution being violated by an authoritarian asshole right winger. Walker said the law as applied to diversity, inclusion, and bias. Oh, I already said that part. If Florida truly believes we live in a post-racial society, then let it make its case the judge wrote, but it cannot win the argument by muzzling its opponents. The governor's office did not immediately respond to an email seeking comment. DeSantis has repeatedly said any losses at the lower court level on his priorities are likely to be reversed by appeals courts that are generally more conservative. Yeah, don't literally fuck Steven Crowder. Ooh. Ooh. Even I, who lives in sexual anarchy, wouldn't do that. You live in sexual anarchy? I would totally feel embarrassment. The ruling Thursday came in one of three lawsuits challenging the Stop Woke Act. It was filed by private entities 
Clearwater-based HoneyFun.com and others claiming their free speech rights are curtailed because the law infringes on company training programs, stressing diversity, inclusion, elimination of bias, and prevention of workplace harassment. Companies with 15 or more employees could face civil lawsuits over such practices. Oh yeah, we've got Ben Jerome in the in the chat here. Fucking cheering on fascism just like a dumb fuck right winger would. God damn. Right wingers are morons. And they never care. They never care about the harm that they cause to people. And let me give you a perfect example. Let's go over to Utah. I'm going to hit the content warning for this one. Utah officials secretly looked into high school athletes' gender. I do not have to tell you how much of a fucking violation of their privacy that is. The Utah High School Athletics Association secretly investigated a female athlete without telling her or her parents. These are the people that are concerned about kids, by the way. After receiving complaints from their parents of two girls she had defeated in competition, questioning whether the girl was transgender. These fucking people. These shameless fucking people. The Salt Lake Tribune reports that the Utah High School Activities Association and the girls' high school determined she indeed was female after pouring through school records dating back to kindergarten. Association spokesperson, uh, spokesman David Spartafor told lawmakers that the girl and her family weren't told of the investigation to spare them embarrassment and to keep the matter private. The revelation comes as at least 12 Republican-led states, including Utah, have passed laws banning transgender women or girls in sports. Supporters of the ban say transgender girls have an unfair advantage because they were born as stronger males and cannot to deny girls places on sports teams. There have been almost no cases of potential competitive advantages in K-12 sports in states passing the bans, including Utah. Ban is being challenged in the state court. Again, right-wingers making up problems to get upset about just because they want to be bigoted. This is caused by the left. (sighs) The girl's school reviewed uh, her high school record and determined she was registered as female. Utah High School Association asked the school to double check. The school went back to kindergarten and she's always been a female. Bartifor refused to reveal the student's grades, school, or sport to protect her identity. He said that the student and her family weren't told because it might be offensive to them. It is offensive! It's offensive to anybody with a fucking brain! It's offensive to anybody with a fucking brain. God damn these people. Bartifor said the association has looked into other complaints involving transgender athletes in its efforts to comply with the Utah law, which went into effect in July. Right-wingers want to inspect your goddamn genitals. They support a man who raped kids 
and stole documents from the government that he almost certainly is going to sell to our enemies. They call themselves patriots. Hey, honey, all fucking sports is is unfair advantages, you stupid fuck. That's literally what sports are. Jesus fucking Christ. Sue them for everything that they can get. You people are fucking disgusting. You people are fucking disgusting. And let me tell you, if I see you out on the street, ever, and I see you doing anything, saying shit like this, I I promise you, you will be canceled. Up yours, woke moralists. We'll see who cancels who. Just like Steven Crowder got canceled today. Steven Crowder got canceled today. And boy, has he ever complained about it. Right when he was love to bitch and moan and cry and cry. Blaze TV host Steven Crowder has been temporarily suspended from YouTube again for a video featuring Arizona Republican gubernatorial candidate Carrie Lake, who said President Joe Biden is in charge of an illegitimate federal government, which is a complete and total lie. YouTube does not owe Steven Crowder anything. YouTube is a private company. It owns the servers. It gets to make the rules. That's literally capitalism. Capitalism is private ownership of the means of production. YouTube owns the means of production. I'm on YouTube right now. I play by their rules. They don't owe me anything. You don't have a right to YouTube's uh, advertising tools. And their monetization tools. You don't have a right to their hosting. Which does cost money, by the way. YouTube is is spotting the bill for that. Hosting. If the government was preventing you from being able to host your own content on the internet, then you would have a free speech argument. YouTube removing misinformation, which is clearly stated in their terms of service, is not a violation of free speech in any way, shape, or form. And anyone saying it is is a fucking idiot. And I'm tired of having this conversation with right-wing goddamn morons that can't get that through their fucking skulls. And this is the system you guys advocate for. This is capitalism. This is capitalism, dude. This is the free market. YouTube is bending to the will of its advertisers. It wants to make as much money as it can. So, one, it wants to keep people happy. And having Nazi content and conspiracy theories and right-wing idiotic trolls doesn't keep people happy and engaged with YouTube. So they ban it. They ban several other things that their advertisers also don't agree with. And they, they, they punish us. Like many of my videos don't get monetized. I don't get promoted in the algorithm because of my content. But that isn't me being censored. 
That isn't me having my political speech stifled. Don't have a right to YouTube services. Period. End of story. Right-wingers are morons. But I will tell you, Stephen Crowder is happy about this. If there are still idiotic right-wing trolls in my chat right now, Stephen Crowder is laughing all the way to the bank about how he uses you guys. He makes himself out to be a martyr and gets you to do his advertising for him. Gets you to promote his shit for him because you think somehow he's a victim. No, no, he's happy as shit that YouTube banned him. But he is going to go on a show and cry and play victim because that's all right-wingers ever do. Cry and play victim. Hey everyone, but uh, YouTube, you're probably watching this right now either on uh, on Rumble or on Mug Club. And uh, by the way, everything uh, today is, is free. The whole Mug Club show is free. Uh, if you haven't heard, uh, we've been suspended yet again on YouTube. I believe it's, I don't know how many times, could be nine times. Look, let me just clarify something before we get into the show here. This is the- Me too, buddy. Me too, you asshole. This really isn't about the fact that uh, that we've been suspended again. It's that... The show was suspended from YouTube, and the policy says we think it may have violated policies. Didn't tell us exactly where. But they don't, and they don't owe you that. We had on the show, Carrie Lake, likely the future governor of Arizona. Now, this is not likely the future governor of Arizona. But she also discussed uh, election indiscrepancies in the primary. She just won. This is the first time that uh, I know of where a current gubernatorial candidate was banned, was suspended, her speech, or his, but in this case her, a good her, was suspended for something they said about an election in which they are currently running. Because it was a flat-out lot. It was an election that was currently running. It was about the 2020 election. Exactly. Can't do a show without being strapped. He calls other people snowflakes. Seriously. And then they're all fucking celebrating Brian Stelter, who I don't even fucking know. Like, I wouldn't know this guy if he didn't fucking trigger right-wingers so much. They love bitching about this guy. I think this is old. I think this is old. I was hoping it was. I I was. I even promoted it as Alex Jones gloating over uh, uh, fucking Brian Stelter being uh, canceled by CNN. But this is old. Alex Jones looks in much better shape than what he does today. It, it, it's Brian Stelter. There it is. Oh my God! I, I mean, remember this though. Movie Core, what's going on? He is scarier looking than it the clown. I mean, would you let your children anywhere near that? psychopath i mean that is a psychopath right there i mean look at him god oh i mean it's it just it cries out brian stelter is a psychopath look at him which by the way if you were to describe brian stelter you know kind of stumpy uh balding brown hair round face like He looks like Alex Jones. That's the, that's the same description of fucking Alex Jones. 
How how does he how does he no no medium winch Core did not call you a dumb fuck. Oh, he's Ben Ben Jerome asked what was wrong with the guns and uh, Core was like he's in a studio. It's a prop. I got you, Core. Because at first I thought you called her a dumb fuck, and I. But then I went back up and re- reread it. I'm like, oh, oh, okay. He was a CNN anchor. Like he, his show got canceled today. Kind of looks like George from Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah. They both look like George from Seinfeld. But I find that amusing that uh, Alex Jones is talking about Brian Brian Stelter's looks. Ooh. When he looks exactly, I mean, not exactly like Brian Stelter, but like their general descriptions are exactly the same. It's Brian Stelter. There it is. Oh, my God. I mean, that is a horror movie cover. Seriously, he is scarier looking than It the Clown. I mean, would you let your children anywhere near that psychopath? I mean, that is a psychopath right there. I mean, look at him. God. Oh, I mean, it, it just, it cries out, danger, danger, alert, alert. I am a scumbag. I am filth. I am your enemy. And this is just like, literally not. Is, these are, these are the people that say facts don't care about your feet. Well, I mean, not, not Alex Jones, clearly, but the right wingers that consume this kind of shit, they'll be like, facts don't care about your feelings, blah, 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 blah. Gralio. But then like all he's doing is saying this dude looks looks like a psychopath. I'd be able to finish my dinner if some, if somebody walked over and talked to me that looked like these two guys. And I'm sorry. They're not just lying. Hey, hey, Alex, what are you having for dinner tonight? What are you having for dinner tonight, Alex? Are you eating my ass? <laughs> is that is that what you're having for dinner tonight, Alex? Gonna eat my ass like corn on the cob, aren't you? I will eat your leftist ass like corn on the cob. I'm ready. I will. I will eat your ass. I will eat your leftist ass like corn on the cob. I'm ready. I will eat you. I will eat your ass. My children aren't going hungry. I'll do it. I'll drink your blood. And I'm having to eat my neighbors. You think I like sizing up? Just ass like corn on the cob. I'm ready. I will. I will eat your ass. I will eat your leftist ass like corn on the cob. I'm ready. I will eat you. I will eat your ass. I'll barbecue your ass flat. I will cook your ass up so fast. I'll tell them, oh, I killed a cow out back, baby. You think Christ would eat somebody? He would never do that. I will. I'm ready to hang them up. Them and skin them and chop them up. You know what? I'm ready. I will eat your leftist ass like corn on the cob. I'm ready. I will. I will eat your ass. I will eat your leftist ass like corn on the cob. I'm ready. I will eat you. I will eat your ass.
Well, Ben Jerome, you're lucky. Alex Jones is indeed seeing justice. The motherfucker is going to die alone and broke. It's still not it's still not justice. Those those poor families will not receive justice no matter how much money they they bleed from stupid ass Alex Jones. And I saw on the ground cuz they're little men. They're pieces of crap. They think they're better than everybody. That's what it's about. It's the spirit of evil and we must break them. <sighs> I've tried to do joke photos like this to look disingenuous and I can make any face I want to. I can't pull it off because the eyes, Chico, it's always in the eyes. The fuck? Oh, 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 my God. If somebody's on on YouTube, ban Free Breather. You can't, you can't say that stupid shit. That is the dumbest fucking thing. He is a cowardly, degenerate sack of anti-human. Yeah, we're all waiting for uh, his pieces of his studio to get auctioned off. We want some of it. I will resist them every way I can. These people are. Yeah, I'm, it's my channel, you dumb fuck. You can't come in here and, and fucking degrade fucking kids that died in a tragedy and act like a dumbass. I get to ban you. The spirit. This smiling, leering devil that thinks you... I don't want your stupid-ass bullshit. He is your enemy. Period. All <laughs> devil-worshipping filth. I see you, enemy. I see you, enemy. Enemy! Enemy! You are my enemy. And I swear total resistance to you with everything I've got. Disingenuous, fake, false, broke back, twisted, a defiler, a betrayer, a backstabber, a devil. You will pay. Yeah, you think I don't see your face, scum? You don't think I don't see you, Stelter? I see you. You understand me? I know what you think of me and my family. I see you right back. You understand that? You understand that, Stelter? You will fall. You will not bring humanity down. God is going to destroy you. Get him off the screen. God, they're so evil. Just please, God, free us from them. They're drunk on our children's blood, for God's sake. He's entertaining as fuck. I would watch him if he wasn't, you know, batshit fucking crazy. Just absolutely ranting about no. I mean, I do watch him. Come on. You can't not. The train wreck. I take the opportunity. I I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I would assume there's anti-Semitism baked into it. What up? First... Welcome. I mean, you you don't you're not gonna get any disagreement from us over here about Trump being a lying criminal. It's pretty obvious to anybody with a fucking brain. Uh, I'm not ready to wrap it up yet. Let me go find let me go find something else to talk about. Let me let me check see if there's any breaking news right now. 
Nope, world's kind of boring. World's kind of boring at the moment. Do uh, three charge in the Wadi Bulger beating death. Care. Yes, let's find out how this SUV ended up inside a Massachusetts mall. That's that's the perfect kind of story for this part of the show. To Boston. We're going to find out how this SUV ended up inside a Massachusetts mall. A shocking display at South Shore Plaza. She literally had to drive from all the way down there to over here. This Lincoln MKX making it 60 yards into the second floor of the mall. It was crazy. We've had tons of incidents at this mall, like shootings. Oh, yes. If you if you are like north of uh, like uh, Missouri or the very northern part of Missouri, Upwards, uh, if you're uh, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Illinois, that area, you, the Northern Lights are are going on tonight. Let's let me let me pull something up for that. But I've never seen a, a car come in here. The car was able to drive through sensor doors connected to a parking garage after Braintree police say safety barricades were missing due to a recent accident. She says, "Do you know how to get out of here?" And I said, stay right here. I'll get somebody. And she kept on crawl, creeping forward. The driver of that car taking this route, making a left turn before stopping in front of a clothing store. Several witnesses say the driver was an elderly woman. Obviously. She obviously was having an issue, whether it be heat, age, whatever. Police say they did transport the driver to the hospital Aww. for observations and are requesting their license be suspended. I'm just happy no one was hurt. Um, like, thankfully, everyone cleared out of her way. <laughs> no charges have been filed against the driver. Authorities say those missing... Please, no charges against the little old lady. Wow. Second floor of the mall. It was crazy. We've had tons of incidents at this mall, like shootings and whatever, but I've never seen a, a car come in here. The car was able to drive through sensor doors connected to a parking garage after Braintree police say safety barricades were missing due to a recent accident. She says, do you know how to get out of here? And I said, stay right here. I'll get somebody. And she kept on crawl, creeping forward. The driver of that car taking... Uh making a left turn before stopping in front of a clothing store. Several witnesses say... Oh, poor lady. Oh. Yes, please get her help. Please, no charges. Can we have a more compassionate society where we're not we're not charging little old ladies that uh, just accidentally drive into malls? Clown world order. For life. Too sweet. Thank you for being a freaking follower. Dementia or she's having some sort of mental episode. Yeah, we don't... She probably... You know, there needs to be evaluation on whether she can continue having a license. I mean, like... It sounds harsh to strip her of her license, but yeah, she probably shouldn't have a license. Uh, it's, it's it's one of those it's one of those issues. Uh, I mean, most people with a brain voted for Biden. You know who 
who would vote for the child rapist who praised Hitler and all his generals said was uh, a threat to the Constitution? Dumb fuck right wingers. That's who. That's who. Still amazes me to this day. Hey, he just wanted to say stupid shit. Hey, Ben, what do you want to call in? Do you want to hop in the Discord? I'm getting, I'm getting ready to hop off here and how did I, how did I preach fake news? How in the world did I preach fake news? Oh, are you, when I called him a child rapist and said that his generals all said he was a threat to the Constitution, that's all fact. That's all fact, motherfucker. Holy shit. <laughs> Every bit of that, that happened. God, right-wingers are morons. Dumbest fucks walking the planet. Let's go with uh, this New York news hit here is going to tell us what is an Aurora Borealis. Uh, It was in my kitchen as I was making steamed hams. What do I have for tonight? (laughs) I don't know if I'm in the the group anymore. I don't know if I'm in the group anymore, but they used to... uh, there used to be because I, I, my my original Facebook got nuked, but there were there was a group called Steamed Ham Posting, and it was just it was just different variations of the steamed ham meme. I I, I very much enjoyed it. What is the Aurora Borealis? Yeah, there are some isolated showers out there. It turns mostly clear, 69 degrees. And what's this about the Northern Lights? Well, here's the quote that came from Noah. This is. How, how, how warm is it going to be tonight? Slated showers out there. It turns mostly clear, 69 degrees. And what's this about? Noise. <laughs> you live in sexual the anarchy. Well, here's the quote that came from Noah. This is Bill Murtaugh at Noah Space Weather Prediction Center. Someone asked, hey, could we maybe see the Northern Lights here in the tri-state? I certainly... Murtaugh is, is so, getting too old for this. Northern Lights, well... The Aurora Borealis, it looks like this at its best. All right, that's like up in Norway. We're, that's not what we're talking about. What happens is the sun ejects solar flares. You've heard this term of solar storm. That's what it is, all right? Those particles interact with our atmosphere, okay? They get drawn to the magnetic poles. So the interaction is going to create waves of color. The color's best at the poles, the North Pole and the South Pole, but the stronger the storm, the farther south in our area you can maybe see it. So there is a chance, but it's a slight chance. It would be much fainter. It would be low in the horizon. The better bet is going to be north, the farther north you can go and higher elevations. The caveats are you've got a waning moon, so there's still some moonlight out there. You've also got light pollution, and you don't want light pollution, and that's the tri-state. So you want to go north of that line for the best bet, and that would be up into our northern suburbs uh, up like Sullivan County, Ulster County. That's for the northeast. So if some of you are in the Midwest, you might stand a better chance of seeing it. I saw news stations in like northern Missouri saying that it was it was possible it would be visible. Not that it absolutely would. 
Alright, tomorrow night is a Friday night. Producer Dave will be here with me. On the new Friday night freak show with Justin Freakin and Friends. We'll be joined by my co-host, Producer Dave from Echoplex Media. Why can't I make it big? Let me make it... Oh, there we go. This bear was looking for a snack in someone's front yard. Oh, it's it's like a teenage... Uh, like a teenage brown bear. Is that a black bear? I don't know my bear types. And I don't, I, I apparently can't see color very well. I keep getting told I need glasses. But he's a cute little bear. He just wanted a little snack. Do not approach the bears, but if you're sitting in your car, you can, you can take video. The bear is clearly like, hey buddy, what's going on? I see you over there taking my video, so I'm going to do a little pole dance. Uh, I I am very hungry right now, and I was offered Mexican food, and it is actually kind of a slow news night. I always fear, I always feel like I have so much to talk about, and I have indeed been going like two and a half, three hours most of the time. So it's, it's refreshing to have a short night. I do indeed. Ben Jerome, you're right. I do indeed choose what news to react. Well, who would have thunk it? I indeed choose what news to react to. You're correct. I have reservoirs of stories on all the social media platforms that I bookmark throughout the day and then I go back. I have my outlets that I check on YouTube. I have Politico, Axios that I visit every day. I visit the front page of like the Internet Explorer browser and go through its little scroll and then I have all the stories I've, I've I've posited on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram throughout the day. And then I go and I choose which stories to react to. And I would say uh, the 60 to 70% of the content of this show is electoral politics. And then you see my other issues that I care about. Probably criminal justice would be second. And then uh, uh, workers' rights. And I feel I, I probably only devote 5-10% of the show to workers' rights, and I would like to do more. But those stories are also like, those don't get promoted very easily. Uh, you got to dig for those stories. I don't think you listen to both sides of fucking anything, dude. I don't think you have any I don't think you have any idea how to evaluate sources. I don't think you I don't think you know jack shit about fuck. George Soros. Soros paid me to say it. Hey, come over here to the Twitter. Oh shit, somebody's calling in. No fucking way. 
beer video is up. All right, let's do it. I fucking I love calls. Caller, you're on the Troll Patrol. What's going on? You know you're living in the future when you can tell your car to call the Troll Patrol. Dude. I know this fucking voice. This is Meaty Winch. <laughs> like, I know this voice. Hey, hey, hey. I didn't know you could tell your car to call the Troll Patrol. Is that a thing? Number in oh, you you have it bookmarked. That's I did, you didn't Google it or anything. No, 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 no. But I love those uh, Alex Jones clips you were playing earlier. The one where he goes, oh, oh, oh my God, we have that on our soundboard from when that originally aired. I think. Hold on, darling. You are incredibly low, and I don't exactly know why. Once again, like I had the, I had the, I had the update and it, it fucked everything up and it fucked all my settings up. <laughs> it could just be because I'm in the car too. I warned you I would phone in with horrible audio. You're fine. You're fine. But you know, okay. you, you're, you're holding me up from Mexican food. <laughs> Apparently. I don't I don't know if I have Mexican food. I'm not sure what's going on outside of the door. I'm going to go find out. Curious said that I think to message you probably with your order. But then again, Curious did not specify what type of Mexican food. Yeah. Like you said, Taco Bell, Taco Bell is not Mexican well, food. That's, 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 it's nine different ingredients. That's why I should probably go talk like, to her about it. <laughs> Media winch. I I told. Are you joining uh, producer Dave tonight for? Satan's and Satan's. Absolutely, sir. Do tune in to Media Winch later on tonight. That will be eleven o'clock my time on the East Coast, which is nine o'clock your time. Yep, nine o'clock. No, 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 no. Then it's midnight on my time here on the East Coast. Then, right? Yeah, yeah, Yeah. I can't math. I can't math. Media winch, love your face. I love your face too, honey. Have a great night. You too. Okay, let me fire up the bear video. Let's find somebody to raid on the Twitch. Let's go figure out this food situation. Uh, I don't, uh, I don't know who this is. Should I? Okay. 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 Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. We're going to raid Mr. Bag on Head. Because I'm pretty sure I've talked to him before. And he's cool. I think. I don't know. Maybe he's a chud. We're going to go in. We're going to yell at him. Who knows? I think he's cool. We'll find out. Go ahead. Light one up. Tip one back. 
It's all right to have a little fun before you hit the sack. I'm Justin Freakin. We'll see you tomorrow night on the Friday Night Freak Show with co-host producer Dave.